When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt. Andy Brandt Bernard. <laughs> Cassie Schrader. What was that? I don't know. My, I had a frog. <laughs> in any case, we'll be right back. Kick things off. Kostaki Economopolis will join us in about 15 minutes. We'll look at the news, including polio in Minnesota. Yay. That's man. It's a tough road to hoe right there. We will be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Walzer Automotive is a Minnesota family-owned business. It started in the 50s. It's grown by leaps and bounds, especially in the past few years, and they now have 23 dealerships spread across two states. The Walzer way includes upfront, no-haggle pricing on every single new and used vehicle they sell. If you change your mind, no problem. Check out Walzer's three-day return and 30-day exchange policy. I'm a customer, my family are customers, and many of my friends have bought cars from them. The Walzer way is really different, and I know you'll be pleasantly surprised. For great deals on new or used Acura, Audi, Buick, BMW, Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, GMC, Honda, Hyundai, Jaguar, Jeep, Land Rover, Lexus, Mazda, Mercedes, Mini, Nissan, Porsche, Ram, Subaru, or Toyota, go to walzer.com, Walzer Automotive Group. Walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Big Little Red Corvette. We found out last night that Fawny's favorite song is, what is it? Raspberry Beret. Raspberry Beret. She loves oh, Raspberry Beret. She went and saw Saturday Night Oh, no, Sesame Street Live. Sesame, Saturday Night Saturday Live. Night Live. <laughs> Sesame Stop Street swearing. Live. <laughs> Sesame Street Live, and uh, apparently they sang that song. So now she loves that song. Mm, oh, loves, really? Lo- yeah, yeah Raspberry I Beret. I don't know if they did that because it's a Minnesota audience yeah, or... Probably, yeah. Yeah, I have a good story about that song. Um, That was like my first song I remember by Prince. And I love that song so much. And I had a major crush on him when I was real little. And I remember asking my mom when we went to TJ Maxx, I told her, I need to get raspberry color barrettes. (laughs) And she's like, why? Because, like, you know those plastic barrettes that you would wear? And they have, like, a raspberry color one, but 
there were multiple colors in a pack. And I'm like, I just want that color, Mom. And she's like, why? I said, because if I wear that, Prince will love me. I go. thought he was singing about raspberry berets. Yeah, when I was young, it took me a while to understand that a beret and a beret were different things, even yeah. though beret is spelled beret. So yeah. that song reminds me of my mom, because I just remember hearing That's it in, in the car oh, yeah. a lot with yeah. her and... And stuff like that. But yeah, it was a cute thing. She thought that was the cutest thing ever because that was kind of my first crush was Prince. I don't know why. He was a very um, odd choice, I think. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not traditionally masculine uh, No, good but looks. he was appealing. He was just like you didn't know how to think. Of, you know, he, well, the sensitivity. You probably liked his sensitivity. I just thought he was so talented and just. He was. He yeah, was no um, and captivating to watch because I remember watching, uh, you know, Little Red Corvette, um, 1999, the music videos on MTV. I was kind of an odd child. I didn't Not watch you. too many cartoons. I was watching VH1 and MTV. At, oh, I remember yeah. watching at the age of three and four. So I could see that. Yeah, I was a big Prince fan even at that age. I'll have to tell Fawny someday when she gets older that her that her Bop Bop met Prince once. Mm-hmm. She'll be very impressed with that. Yeah, and you're gonna tell her that he sang Raspberry Beret. And I'm gonna also say that in my entire conversation with him was, "How you doing?" Hi. <laughs> the whole conversation we had it was compelling yeah i think he was only like 17 or 18 years old at that time he was just writing and got a break he, i think he was 18 because he was just starting to break i think I, I can't when did he sign his deal with warner brothers andy his first deal with warner brothers would you look i want to say it was like 76 or 77 maybe yeah, i think it was 77 really? that's what I, that's what i think anyway because i think his first album 76 oh, might have been was... 76 though too really Andy you'll find out I want first to record deal with Warner Brothers. First album came out in like 77 or 78. So 76. He was, like, he was 18 when his first album came out? Yeah, he was real young. Wow. So he was, was 76 yeah. when he signed on, but that's not when he released his first album. When was the first album? 78. Yeah, 78. That, that timeline makes sense. 76 mm-hmm. when he signed, 78 when the album huh. came out. Because he was always at Cliff Siegel's house. There's a song called Soft and Wet. Yes. What a gross name for a song. It's just about wipes in the kitchen. He was was very sexual back in those days. No, not Prince. Back in those days, he was scandalously (laughs) sexual. Is he overcompensating? (laughs) Well, people don't know this, but Little Corvette, Little Red Corvette's about a penis. I don't want to know that. No, it's not. It is, too. Yeah, he he really pushed the boundaries when it (laughs) came to uh, sexualizing music and Mm -hmm. like some of the older videos, um, the stuff he wore. He was on stage wearing like these high heel boots and like a speedo looking thing and a trench coat. And that was it. (laughs) That was everything? Yeah. Yeah, that's really wonderful. Hey, I got to tell you, the thing's going a lot better in America than they are in Romania. Why? What happened in Romania? The third very attractive female reporter has been found raped and murdered. That was Bulgaria. Uh, it was Bulgaria. You're right. It was not Romania. It was Bul- Sorry, oh, Romania. Sorry. No, no, no. It was in the Romanian news. That's where I said, said uh. new Romanian news. But it was Bulgaria. You're absolutely right. Well, honestly, I don't even know where Bulgaria is. So it's Bulgaria has been rocked by the brutal murder of journalist Victoria Maranova. Was found dead in a park on Saturday afternoon. Police say, uh, police say the 30-year-old TV host was raped, beaten, and strangled oh in a Riverside God. Park in the town of Ruse. Balkan Insight reports. You actually work for a paper called Balkan Insight. Uh, authorities told reporters Sunday that they're trying to determine whether the murder was linked to her work, and they are considering all versions of events. Maranova, who was also the administrative director of the regional channel TVN, was found dead about two hours after she told her friends she was going for a run to prepare for an upcoming marathon. Well, was yeah. she a? Did she report on crime or something uh, where she would be I a target? I think it was. It might have been women's rights. Are you kidding me? Apparently over in Bulgaria, they're not big on that thing. Uh, Here we go. Uh. Prosecutors say possessions included Marinova's cell phone, car keys. Most of her clothing were were missing. The Guardian reports that in uh, the most recent episode of her current affairs show, Detector Marinova spoke to investigative journalists looking into alleged fraud involving EU funds. Uh. Uh Yeah, uh, Bulgaria, Uh it actually doesn't have too much crime, but what it does have is organized crime. Mm. So if she was looking into organized crime, then... Yeah, that's not good. If I were a reporter, like... Sure, it's important to get that out in the daylight, but I'm not doing it. 
Well, the thing is, is that you're not going to change anything. Anyway, mm-hmm. even if you report on it, it's still going to happen. People are well, everyone always knows be it's on happening. Take. Yeah, yeah. Everyone knows they just don't care. Yeah, I don't know if you can change anything by reporting on it unless it negatively affects them. They are going to keep on doing it. This is I a very know. negative it's thing. Horrible. Negative twist here, though. After they found her raped and the murder. negative twist to their rape and murder. Yeah. <laughs> After they found her beaten, murdered, raped, the whole shoot match. <sighs> The two reporters she spoke to were detained after the show aired. Oh, really? Whoops. Ugh. Wonder if we'll ever see them again. Uh, Probably not. About three three female reporters, young and good-looking, they've all been killed. So in the, that's in the last, like, year, something like that. In the same region? Uh-huh. Oh. I don't know what's going on, but... Uh, here's what I would do. I wouldn't do any reports on organized crime. I would kind of yeah. lean away from that. Since the fall of communism in 1989, there have been more than 150 high-rank contract killings in the Bulgarian capital. Yeah, I'd stick Hmm. to traffic violation reporting. (laughs) I heard you were speeding. Yeah, Yeah, there was a bunch of there's a bunch of like higher ups in the Bulgarian um, like government. They're just like at a cafe drinking coffee, and two hit men disguised as Orthodox priests walk by and just. Oh. Right in the broad daylight. And there have been no convictions for Wait any of them. Who walked by? Two hitmen disguised as Eastern Orthodox priests. <laughs> they were disguised as priests. Good shot dead Lord. in broad daylight in a garden restaurant. Shot dead in front of his club. Shot dead while driving down Boulevard, Bulgaria. Yeah. So there's some organized crime problems. Yeah, I would. It seems like there are organized crime problems in Bulgaria. It's true. Well, they were communist until 1989, and they're still right. trying to rebuild from that. All right, so I'm going to read a line, and then you tell me what they've lost their minds over. The headline is Irish utterlies lose their minds over. What are they losing their minds over in Dublin? Soccer. Yeah, soccer nope. or like abortion. Nope. Uh, oh, by the way, the Minneapolis murder rate is six times that of Bulgaria. So, Oh, I know. Minneapolis murder rate is one of the highest in the country. <laughs> so we shouldn't talk too bad about Bulgaria. Well, at least we're number one in something. Our we were number one in rape for a while. Our politicians are destroying this state, and that's just a fact. Yep. They're destroying this wonderful state mm-hmm. in which I was born, I grew up, and I love so much. You people are destroying keep, it. People keep voting for them, so I it's know. not going to change. Because they, because they get money for doing it. I mean, it's just oh. unbelievable. Oh, wow. We've made it down to number four in the country for rape. Oh, we're all the way, we Go dropped all the way down to four? Yep. <laughs> oh, boy. Mm-hmm. All right, let's cheer people yeah, up. Yeah, let's go this. back to Ireland. Let's go back to Ireland. What are they losing their mind? Not soccer. No. Not. You'll never guess. Uh, potatoes. Oh. What? Potatoes? Yeah. Racist. racist. Second Potatoes are delicious. I've been craving a baked potato. Oh, baked potatoes. Alcohol tax. Now we're on a racist bed. (laughs) Did you hear what Natural Light did? What? Oh, Natty. Oh, you mean Natural Ice? Natty Light. Natty Light. No. AKA Light Natural Ice. They uh, released their new packaging, the 77 pack. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, dear. They got a seven. Well, Natural Light is like the archetypical, like, frat beer that you just buy a ton oh, of right. and it's, oh. it's really cheap or something it's insanely cheap yeah. it's basically water with a little bit of alcohol in it natty light 77 pack it's a hexagon shaped garbage can oh. our mass market beer taste test determined that natty light tastes like regular beer that's been passed through a brita filter ten thousand times well there you go that's that's good that'll work here is what ladies and gentlemen have led the irish Honking horns, bumper-to-bumper traffic. Tempers converged upon the Irish capital of Dublin over the past seven days. And it was all due to... An albatross. Krispy Kreme. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. Yeah, you're right. I never would have guessed that. Remember that happened here. It did. Yes. They went berserk. I remember when Krispy Kreme opened. It was a big deal. They did. Absolutely. I'm going to... Like, Fawn is going to hear me say that kind of thing and think, oh, old people. Yep. What's that? I remember when Krispy Kreme opened. (laughs) When they opened up there in Maple Grove. Because it is such a dumb thing that wouldn't happen anymore. No, that would never happen again. I'm not a big fan. Me either. uh, Donuts? They're okay. Well, I like donuts. Well, now I can't have donuts anymore unless they're gluten-free, but... um, Yeah, the Krispy Kreme donut, I... If they were warm, I liked them. They're just yeah, too I mean, much. I, I can have like... A, too it, much? Yeah, they're too sweet. A half of one yeah. is just 
really good with coffee. This is from, coming from someone who used to eat a Halloween bag of Kit Kats for lunch. <laughs> yeah. Krispy Kreme yeah, donuts are too sweet. No, he's okay. not talking about me. It's Andy. Yeah. I know he's talking about oh, himself. Oh, I thought you said, yes, she did. I, I like, said, yes, she does that still to this that. day. She sits at home and eats Eating bags all of those Kit Kats. Kats. <laughs> I do like a nice Kit Kat. Um, what year did Krispy Kreme open in Maple Grove? Oh, wow. I bet you that was 19... The only reason, there's a very specific reason. I'm, very specific reason I'm asking that. When did Krispy Kreme open in Maple Grove? Um, you think it was on, nine, 20 years ago already? You might be I right, I think though. it was. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> you might be right. I'm not... Really finding Doesn't that matter. information. I will tell you this, though. It's a situation where the last time I ever had a donut was in 1998, then. That's not true. It is a f- 100% true. Last time I ever ate a donut was at Krispy Kreme in Maple Grove. I don't believe you. What do what, you believe or not? <laughs> it's one of, it's one ah, of the matter. 2002. Of, oh, there you go. Okay, so 16, 16 years ago. I was 15 then. Hmm. I do not eat donuts. I don't know why, because I, I like either. donuts, but I don't eat them. I don't know. I'm not I'm not like a donut-crazed person. I, I like a good cruller donut, because they're kind of like a popover. They're oh, not, they are? Yeah. They're, That's not bad, then. They're kind of like fluffy, eggy on the inside. Mm-hmm. I, I love know. donuts. I just don't eat them. Matter of fact, they had some I went over to the station to pick up. That's where Jim Arricchio sent over the two bottles of wine. Mm-hmm. Jim's the nicest guy in the world. But um, I went over there, and they had... These donuts with sprinkles all over them. They had like multicolored sprinkles. Mm-hmm. They said, Tom, you want a donut? And I said, You know, I got to believe the Sheehy brothers over at Nutramost wouldn't appreciate it if, <laughs> if I started chowing down on donuts. Probably not. There's a news article from the Brainerd Dispatch. Oh, no. After a nearly 30 year drought, the Krispy Kreme donut is back. 200 people, 75 cars in the drive through lane. I remember that. Yep. 30 employees working. 30. Yeah. And it all lasted about a year, didn't it? Yeah, and then they all yeah, closed. And then, yeah. All closed. yeah, it was it, so weird. 2008 it closed, so it only lasted six years. Six years. I remember getting invited to the grand opening, yeah, and we were all <laughs> the excited. The family went to the grand opening. Yep. Grand donut the, shop. Yeah, damn donuts. <laughs> you come to the grand Well, it did smell good because they, they were running them off the line, well, and it smelled back, phenomenal. Oh, back in those days when we lived up in Dayton, there were there weren't too many things around us. Now yeah. Dayton's all built up. It's all built ro- up. Well, not Dayton. Dayton isn't built up. Rogers is all yeah. built up. That was around before it. the Target even was open. Yeah, there I was think. nothing out there. So to get it, even a donut shop was very yep. exciting. Oh, donuts! Yeah, that was, that um, was only back fifteen before minutes that, away. That intersection on whatever road that is, uh, with the Target and the Taco yeah. Bell and all that yeah. stuff. Target all that, all that didn't exist. Bell. So they just changed that path. That uh, what is it called? A flyover? Yeah, flyover. Yeah. They changed that whole thing completely. It's really crowded there now. It's unbelievable. Huh. Looking very back when you were a kid. Now. It's all true, 100% mm. true. God, well, people probably don't want to live in the city anymore because it's every city in the country is full of murder. Yeah. Well, also, real estate prices are pretty high that in too. Minneapolis. Oh yeah, people don't want to spend five hundred thousand dollars on a studio apartment. You so. know, it's really amazing to me. I, I I talked about a lot of this stuff on the KQ Morning Show this morning, and and I take a very centrist position, but. Far righties and far lefties think I'm in the other camp. Oh, yeah, because you're not siding with them. Yeah. yeah. The liberals think I'm ultra-conservative, and the ultra-conservatives think I'm ultra-liberal. Oh, I, I know. It's so boring. Listen to what I'm saying. You're both nuts. How about that? Make that clear. You're crazy. There. Take that on with you. That's fair, isn't it? Yeah. We will be right back. Is Kostaki jumping in here? Yep. I would imagine. I love it. Kostaki joins us next Tom Bernard show. It's Tom here to tell you how easy it was for me to hit my goal of a 92.5-pound weight loss at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth with their weight loss plan. I started in March, and in just over five months, I learned about clean eating, and I now know the foods that work for me and the weight gain trigger foods, very important. I'm now in the reset phase and then on to the Nutramost Forever Maintenance Program, which I'll be talking about more in the weeks to come. Find out how to have success losing weight like I did. Attend the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth free informational dinner on Monday, October 15th, 6.30 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. Those extra pounds melt away really fast with this easy program. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth will guarantee that you lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. Nutramost helped me change my life, and they can help you too. Register for the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth dinner on October 15th, 
Just call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. A program that benefits the homeowner and not the realtor? Do you want a guaranteed offer on your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl, who has some exciting news to share. Hey, Tom, we are super excited to announce our guaranteed offer program. Here's how it works. If you qualify, we will guarantee you an offer on your house within 48 hours, which means you could be closing in three weeks. No staging, no cleaning, no decluttering, and of course, no open houses. This is your hassle-free way to sell your home. If you qualify for the program, you will get a competitive offer in 48 hours, period. Sounds like a stress-free way to sell your home. It is, Tom. Some homeowners want the convenience to be able to sell their home quickly without going through the stress of showings, open houses, and so many more headaches, especially if they found their dream home and need to sell fast. You do need to qualify for this program, but that's quick and convenient as well. To see if you qualify for the guaranteed offer program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate, go to chrislindahl.com right now or call 763-401-SOLD. Once again, that's chrislindahl.com, Chris with a K. Very officious. Exactly. It was a cold October morning when Kostakiamopoulos Kaklaklop <laughs> took the field. The guy, what was that guy's name again? Dan, what was his name again? Kasaki. The guy who did, it was a cold September morning I, when the Green Bay Packers took the field. I forget his name. You're the voice guy. You tell me. I, I know. know. I almost replaced him, actually. When he died, they wanted me to do it. And then they wanted, they said, okay, we're going to do it. It's going to be great. You have to fly to Philadelphia every week. And I went, nope, not going to happen. <laughs> Flying, yeah, twice a week, no. Just think of our life that we could have had if you wouldn't have said no to every opportunity that came your way. <laughs> Listen to you. Did your wife stab you in the back like that? That's what I'd like to Tom just gave me the best oh, yeah. look. <laughs> Yes, it's been just a horrible life. I forgot. Guess where Catherine, Catherine and I are going for her birthday coming up in March. Oh, where's that? Cuba. Greece. Cuba? I want to go to, I go to Cuba. She's going to Cuba. Hop and on I'm the going boat, man. That's awesome. I, I said, I'll take the Cubans, but we don't want the Greeks. <laughs> <laughs> I won a bet with a friend of mine that lasted about 15 years. We bet uh, which comes first. Uh, free travel to Cuba or widespread marijuana legalization. But and Cuba's first. Wow. It's not free travel, though. You lied. No, not yet. Way to go. You still have what to go mean? on educational or cultural. Or cultural uh, is that true? Y- yeah, yep. it still is. It was just going to be opened up to just uh, vacationers, which it is to a lot of different countries now, including, I believe, Canada. But uh, oh, yeah. Trump put the brakes on that. Apparently, that's what I read. Canada I don't even know it's true. They, it's like their own personal p- playground with no Americans allowed. There, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It's Canada is sad about this new thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, they'll get over it. They got over everything, including that whole war that we were in for two days. The War of eighteen twelve. <laughs> yeah, it's War of eighteen twelve. The only time that Canada, and the United States, ever fought, right? Well, Canada didn't really exist I, back then. I think, no, there was some, I think there was some pushing and shoving. Yeah. yeah. And they said, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, yo. Phenomenal. There's one interesting thing about that, actually, is that the British Army, for the only time in history, uh, set fire to the White House. Oh. oh, yeah, burned it down, right? But then, as almost immediately after, a storm came in and extinguished the fire... And then it moved over to the British ships and sunk them all. <laughs> See? We had God on our side. God That's loves what us. you get. Karma. <laughs> God loves us, ladies and gentlemen. And we love Kostaki oh. Economopolis and Quick Snaps on the Tom Bernard oh. show. Especially when we win. I, I, yeah, congrats. Your team's Thank way you. better than my team now. I can't oh believe goodness. the Falcons are one and what are they, one and five, one and oh, four? Kostaki. One and four. Oh, yeah, one and four. Yikes. How sad is it for your team to be out of it one month into the season? Like, I don't, I don't live in Cleveland. What's happening? Oh, man, they're <laughs> still in it. The Falcons are done, man. I Anthony know. Scaramucci was relevant longer. This is sad. <laughs> he was around for a week. Ken Bone lasted longer. Oh, God. And sold more jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> We love you, Kostaki. Chick-fil-A gets more done on Sundays than the Falcons. (laughs) Well, now, 
we're talking. Nuggets <laughs> <laughs> are one and four. They only win 20% of the time. They're like the Democrats. This is awful. <laughs> oh, my God. He's going after the Dems now. Um, it was supposed to be a home Super Bowl this year, and it kind of will be. The Falcons will definitely be a home for the Super Bowl, <laughs> <laughs> making guacamole, cooking up yeah. some wings, watching Tom and Brady one more time. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to say Tom and Bernard when you started that Brady world. Tom and Brady. That worked out for me, absolutely. Uh, I, now that I don't have to follow all the details of the Falcons, I can spend more time pinning my Super Bowl snack ideas on Pinterest. Oh, I love that. It's a great idea. No, you're cooking with gas right there. Um, who won the Rams game yesterday? Uh, the Rams won. Oh, they did win. They're, so they're 5-0? They're and, oh? Yep. They're two 5-0 and oh teams, the Chiefs and Rams. The Chief, Oh, that's right. The Chiefs are 5-0. and oh. I saw that yesterday. The Chiefs uh, look good. Yeah, they do. They look really good. So the Vikings won a game they had to win. Uh, so, yes, we're happy about that. But, I mean, they almost blew it at the end. But still, that was a, a game they absolutely had to win, and they did win it. So I guess, uh, you know, we, we move forward. Got a monkey off your back. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. That's exactly Your team's right. still relevant. Here, here's what's happening in my house. Alexa, set the alarm for Falcons 2019 training camp. <laughs> Who are the Falcons? Alexa, search for 2019 draft prospects. Alexa, search for Falcons defense. I'm sorry, no results for Falcons defense. I have a question for you. Is that the pro- Is it an all? Is it an all defensive problem, or is it across the board offense and defense? I yeah, it's debatable. It's it it's in my opinion, it's 80 percent defense. They lost three of their best players. Yeah. So, yep. You know, two of the two of those Pro Bowl players are gone. And they just can't stop anybody. They, you know, they let the stupid Steelers, who are struggling, score 41 points. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you that's can't, true. I mean, you could theoretically outscore that, but not every week, you know. That was the disappointing bowl, the Steelers and Falcons, easily the two most. Which reminds me, by the way, of uh, my college racquetball class. Did I ever tell you this story, Tom? I don't think so. I, I never really played tennis. I had no racket skills whatsoever, and I had to take some PE credits for college. So I, ended up, I took racquetball, which I kind of I like racquetball, but I was terrible at it. And we had a, a big old southern coach. He was about uh, 250 pounds, super southern dude. And he was just like, knock the hell out of it, and he would coach us like that. So at the end, of, on the last day of class, they, he split uh, the groups. He split us into two groups like kind of an advanced group and the lower group. And we played a round-robin tournament. And I came in last in the lowest group. And uh, as we were leaving, he was shaking hands with everybody. Yeah, it was terrible. He, he was shaking hands with everybody as we left. <laughs> and he was like, oh, you really improved your serve. And, you know, you got a hell of a swing. You know, he, sh- he said something nice to everyone as they left. But he literally shook my hand and goes, son, you had a good attitude. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of pitiful, uh, actually. All right. That's pitiful. <laughs> Son, you're okay. That's how I feel. I've seen about worse. About losing against the Steelers. Yeah. I you know. had a good attitude. Well, at least I you know. didn't say, son, at least you're funny. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, right. I, that was before I was funny. Oh. I didn't have that skill yet. Oh, you had nothing going on in college, huh? <laughs> no, uh, I had nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Uh, the Raiders are going to be homeless in a couple months. Um, yep. They wanted to move to Vegas, but couldn't quite do it yet. Doesn't that sound like one of your friends when you were 23? Yes. <laughs> usually, usually people wind up homeless because they moved to Vegas. <laughs> uh, that would make sense. The Raiders play the Seahawks in London this coming weekend. Oh, that's right. Um, I think the Raiders are probably just happy to have home have a home game without dirt, right? Been playing on that weird baseball field all these years. Uh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, this game is in the regular. Uh, season. Um, <laughs> what? 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 Did Cath- I miss? Catherine was ridiculed. No, you. you just went. Um. What's <laughs> <laughs> next on the list? It's difficult to segue between jokes when <laughs> no one makes any sound. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Need a laugh track? Yeah. Hold for laughter. Wait, there is none. <laughs> oh. Thanks, Andy. What are you, my subconscious? <laughs> hey, I worked at a comedy club for a few months. Yeah, that's right. I know all the, the he secrets. He knows everything. <laughs> 
So I looked this up. All the teams that have a London game this year have their bye the next week, which is good because after eating English food for a few days, you you need a week off. Oh, here we go, taking a shot at my people. Oh, yeah, those are your people? I like the English, but their food is terrible. Bangers Uh, and mash. I thought it was a sex thing, but (laughs) no, never mind. Uh, (laughs) I love a guy. Sounds great. (laughs) <laughs> hey, let's have that. Uh, yeah, it, it, you know uh, what? London is phenomenal. London is one of my favorite places in the world. But yeah, we, we had good no, food their there. No, rest, their restaurants are definitely good now. They are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. lots of good restaurants. You, you, you brought people from other places. <laughs> <laughs> to make good That's exactly food. right. That's exactly what happened. The Indian food is just fine. That's, yeah. That's the... It's the kidney pies and yeah. the boiled peas I could do without. Yeah, <laughs> those potatoes are sounding pretty good, aren't they? Mm, there you go. Irish potatoes. Oh, you're right. You're right. Are good. So, is the Indeed. does the London venue like? Do people care? You mean Britain's? you know what's weird? Those games sell out in a couple of hours. Oh, wow! Wembley Stadium. Really? I never venue, would have I expected, think. but. Is it, I is, mean, neither. It's weirdly successful. Is it? Uh, are, are Europeans attending it, or do Americans go over there for it? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, I think oh. it's. I think it's locals, and then a lot of expats, and okay. then probably a handful of tourists as well. Yeah, last year it would when... be fun. I'm, there was a Falcons game there a couple of years ago, and right. my brother was sick at the time. Or we were going to go. We, I think it'd be a great fun excuse to go. On exactly. A trip like that. That's what I was thinking. Is a good excuse to go. Yeah, because when Dave was Which, in England, way, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, when Dave was in England last year, um, was it for August or se- probably the September? He went to the game. It was uh, the Baltimore Ravens, oh. and I can't remember who they played in England. Okay. But he said that the English people were going nuts for American football. Really? Yeah, yeah. They said they really enjoyed it, and I believe it was Baltimore who was the home team. So they had like all the Baltimore uh, Ravens like pennants and all that stuff that they were selling there. So he got brought one from England. <laughs> yeah. Go to England to bring back an American football. Exactly, team that's what he did. <laughs> that's cool. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. yeah, and actually, that's what's happening with the Chargers this year too. They they moved to LA. They were in a new temporary stadium, and when you watch the Chargers games. There's no Charger fans there. It's filled with people who, you know, the other team. And this week it was the Raiders, so there was there was nobody there for the Chargers. <laughs> the, where are the Chargers fans? Philip Rivers has more kids than they have, you know, fans in the stadium. Clay Matthews has more flags. The Falcons have more healthy defensive players. It's a very small number. You're just bitter. The Browns have more ties this year, yeah. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell has more friends in the locker room. This is a small number. Mason Crosby has more days left in the NFL. Oh God! How about the what the his Hurricane new, Florence has more fans. His new <laughs> nickname? Did you see it? Oh, was it? Oh, I've now no, I didn't see this. Mason Crosby's new nickname in Green Bay is Mason Crossbar. <laughs> I don't get nice. it. Crosby crossbar. Right. He missed so many field. He missed four field goals at an extra point. Oh, he's the one who kept missing yeah. the field goals. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He missed five kicks in one game. Professional <sighs> kicker. Shouldn't they like Crosby had get... a better week? <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't they like get rid of him that's if he nice. can't do his one job? Well, that's what he's saying. Yeah, but he's yes. The answer is yes. But he's been great for years <laughs> and had a weird. terrible day. So he's got the yips. So do you wait. And see <laughs> yes, he has the new Crosby the or. Yeah, get the yips. Right. I know. It seems like all he, the kickers. Called this... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. All the kickers. What? Well, no, I'm just saying. It seems like all the kickers can't do their job right. this year. True. It's like it's. Yeah, it what is going trend? <laughs> Maybe know. we have another deflate gate weird, on our hands. <laughs> it's been a weird run. Yeah, the, actually, yesterday they, there was an NFL record tied by a kicker for six kicking a 63 yarder to win the game. Right. And then you have. Crosby, who missed five kicks in one game, he called it uncharted territory. He did, yeah, uncharted territory. That's what he said. Oh. Yes, I used to say that well, when I was in that? high school. Oh. I like that, Louis. Really nice to hear about my about wife's what? life in high school. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that what it was. Is there any? 
Is there any territory left uncharted? <laughs> oh, hell. Hey. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a, it's been a while. while since I... That's nice. You know, full disclosure, I'll tell you what I did this morning, and nobody even noticed that I did it except for me. Oh, no. I was talking about... Uh-oh. <laughs> I was talking about Mason Crosby. Uh, missing all those field goals and an extra point, and I accidentally called him, and no one noticed either. I accidentally called him Norm Crosby. <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> he was a comedian like 50 years ago or something. Mm. <laughs> right. Norm Crosby missed a field What would you think was going to happen? <laughs> anyway, I just loved it. You know, this is like the best sports show in the entire world, because it's not all that phony, say less and here's what I think they ought to do. This is just, everyone sucks, I don't care. That's what I love about this sports. <laughs> yeah, right. It's wonderful. That's what... <laughs> it is, it's well, wonderful. Well, sometimes I, I, I'm into it, but this this year... It's You're well, The fine. Dolphins were up 17-3, and they lost 27-17. to Oh, my God. Or, or as the Falcons call that... Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Any given Sunday. We will be right back. Well, you can join us. You can be with us for one more segment, I hope. Uh, seven minutes. Yes. You can do seven minutes or okay. 15. I'm in. I'm in. Seven okay. more minutes. Okay, we'll be right yep. back. Tom yep. Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here to tell you Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority's also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. What's that? Ladies and gentlemen, please uh, join us as we welcome back Norm Crosby and Quick Snaps. I think Stevie Wonder can see your sarcasm there, Tom. Yes. Oh, <laughs> man. That's cold. Taking a shot at a blind man. That's what I'm doing from now on. That should be Geico's Ronnie new... Ronnie Millsap can see what you're up to. So <laughs> Ronnie Millsap. I haven't heard that name in a while. should be Geico's new you campaign. You don't get that reference much anymore. <laughs> no, you do not. I had to correct somebody on the morning show this morning because they made a, a reference to a meteorologist who worked in this market about 45 years ago. Hmm. I said, you know, nobody at the age of about 80 knows who you're talking about. Who, who did they say? Dr. Walt Lyons. Yeah, I have no idea who You even is. remember, you don't know who that is? Walt Lyons. Yes. Sounds familiar. Yeah, but you're too young. You would never know. Catherine, do you even know who Walt Lyons was? No. I didn't think so. So I was right again. That's as all I'm usual. saying. As usual. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we only have six more minutes with Kostaki because he's a big shot and has to move on to his next duties. But don't worry about our feelings. <laughs> Are you kidding? He's out. He's going to go out surfing. He's in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you going yeah. surfing? I'm taking care of an 11 week old. It's the opposite of surfing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is, isn't it? It's absolute opposite. Uh, although you try, you try to keep from drowning. I guess it's similar in that way. <laughs> it's all true. Very it cute baby, though. Very, very cute. Oh, she's. Yeah, she's adorable. Yeah. We, we're happy she's here, but she's yes. a lot of work, man. Yeah, aren't they, though? Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Indeed, they it's are. true. That's why they have that expression, stop being such a baby, because that <laughs> behaves horrible. I can see that. 
That's why God made him cute. So for the, yes. Yeah, it is why. Right. That's exactly why. Oh yeah. Can so you for imagine the fifth how consecutive week? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> we keep on interrupting you. Sorry. I know it's unbelievable. He, he can get no flow yeah. going, your people. You're all the way from. No, that's fine. <laughs> is L.A. It, is it the phone line? Is it? I feel like there's a tiny delay. No, I feel like no, I'm talking no. to my Greek relatives or something. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Yes, yeah, cell like phones it. have a tendency to do that. I like it. That works for me. <laughs> I think it's a technical thing more than a social thing. It's a technical like, matter. <laughs> then I we like stop. It. Like oh no, after you. No, after you. Uh, exactly. For the fifth. For the fifth consecutive week, at least one game went to overtime. It's crazy. Yep. The NFL has more overtime than Alex Jones' publicist. That's a lot of time. That's uh, what does he even have a publicist? Than... Andy, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> does he have a reverse? I thought he had an anti-publicist. Yeah, he does. It makes it challenging for him. Yeah, that's uh, it's a lot of overtime. You see, John Elway's dentist. That's a lot of overtime. <laughs> hey, Dad's not paying attention anymore. I Mom's am paying a... attention. I'm just. Would you guys leave Kostaki alone and let him do his job? How about that? Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Leave alone. <laughs> it's like the most awkward Thanksgiving dinner ever. Yeah, it, it is. It's like the Cakey Morning Show, only it's here now. That's great. <laughs> hey, the only common denominator is you. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that was a shot. Boy, look at the time. I'd love to stay in shoes. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Thank you. Kostaki's got the tone of his voice. Uh, I just like to go now. <laughs> no, I'm just, not, oh, okay. I'm just trying to pick my spots. All right. Uh, let's. Let's do this. The first Browns uh, win on NFL Sunday in over a thousand days happened ooh, yesterday. Ooh. Very exciting. Yeah. Pat Robertson doesn't even think the Earth has been around that long. That's a long time. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> the Browns won in overtime with the ugliest kick since the Cobra Kai tried to take out Daniel Larusso's leg. <laughs> there's an old. There's an old reference. Did absolutely sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. Yep. That uh, that winning kick was a weird knuckleball that barely made it over the crossbars. Uh, even the ball looked surprised to be going through the uprights. <laughs> like, really? I'm gonna? This, we're going through here now? All right. Nice. And finally, the Packers are developing the oh, land around Lambeau Field. Oh, that's a rough deal. They're going to call it Title Town. Yep. Uh, yep. The Falcons are still trying to develop that useless land surrounding their stadium. It's called um, Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. That's really nice for the hometown kids. There's some rough parts of Atlanta. That's all. Well, there are. Yes, that's true. But Minneapolis is murder central, so it's not all great here either. Yes, you're, you're, but you're very polite before and after the murder. <laughs> before, before I murder you, I'd like to say hello. <laughs> Nothing personal. Nothing personal. I'm not. It's not personal. I'm just going to murder you. Unbelievable. All right. Well, next week I promise there'll be some sense of reality to the show. <laughs> that was fun. I enjoyed it. Nice try. Nice try. That sounded really. I'm going to be sincere. thinking about the phrase "uncharted territory" for a while. <laughs> yes, and it's my wife we're talking about. Isn't that great? That's really wonderful. My wife, uncharted territory. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Okay. All right, guys. Take it easy. I'll talk to you in a week. Thanks, Kostaki. Kostaki Economopolis and Quick Snaps, ladies and gentlemen, one of my favorite people in all the comedy. We're a little rough on him, poor guy. Well, he's just, he's so patient. (laughs) Nicest guy in the world. He's like, eh, whatever. You're just trampling me. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I don't want to read this story, but I just cannot believe that someone would say this in 2018. Uh, like Cassie's potato comment? <laughs> the president of the Mormon church in Utah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. He said, and I quote, calling us Mormon is a victory for Satan. What? What does that even mean? So what are they then? Uh, Latter-day Saints. Isn't oh. that the same thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, the church I thought of Latter-day so. Saints. FDLS. FDLS. I knew a Mormon a family when I was spray? growing up, and they, Thomas. Oh, FDS. That's and they called happened. themselves Mormon. Mm-hmm. Mormon. Is that now a politically the incorrect? Well, wait, there's L, there's LDS and then there's FLDS, and I think FLDS is 
No, it's also Mormon. Well, I don't know. No, what it says the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Okay. Yeah, that's that's LDS. Well, that's LDS. AKA the Mormons. Latter-day Saints, yeah, LDS. Okay. The president of the Mormon Church wants members, the media, and others to use the faith's full name, saying nicknames are a major victory for Satan. Oh, he doesn't like the nicknames. Nickname for Satan. But they've called themselves Mormon for... That's what I always knew, man. Hundreds and hundreds of years. Uh, addressing the... <laughs> I know that because when I was a little kid, I thought he said moron, which is... <laughs> we're morons. I, there weren't any Mormons. There weren't any... Hey, want to come in? We're morons. But no. no Would you good. like to be a moron, too? <laughs> yeah, you like, you like to join to the moron church? <laughs> that would be a good cover. Yeah. would be a good Saturday Night Live bit. Oh, I wanted to ask you guys this question. Has anybody watched the first two episodes of Saturday Night Live? Of course no, not. No. I don't watch Saturday Night Live. I don't either. I have heard from everybody, it's absolutely horrible this year. Isn't that year. what people have been saying for the past, like, six years? I watched it for two years in its entire run. What's, what's it been on, 45 years? Oh, forever. A while. Forever. I watched the first year and the year that Billy Crystal and Christopher Guest were on. Other than that, I've never watched it. It's not funny. It, I, well, I it's thought all it was funny political now. It's all yeah, political I crap. I don't need it. Look, SCTV was funny. Yes. That was very, very funny. Saturday Night Live has been in spurts. They have great bits like Alexa or Odessa or whatever they call that yeah. bit. Yeah. That was very funny. There are things that are very funny. Yeah. But in general, it's the people like Kate McKinnon. I, I can't watch that show because of her. She thinks, hallelujah. Was your guy lost an election? Now you're singing hallelujah? Yeah. Settle well, down. I think New Yorkers love the it being the drama. political and they like the drama, yes. I would say this. We talked about it a lot this morning. This this will be a haven, just like the KQ Morning Show will be a haven for people who don't have extreme political views. We're in the center. Well, at least I'm in the center. I think everybody else on the show is pretty much centrist. I don't want to hear anymore how the world sucks. Mm -hmm. America's horrendous. Did you know, by the way, there's an article that came out this morning in the Star Tribune, and it's about global warming. But they still have not broached the subject of what's causing all the trouble. Yes, look, I understand drilling and, you know, the gasoline-powered automobiles, they, they add to the problem. I understand that. The real problem is, since I went on the air on April 17th of 1986, mm -hmm. when I went on the air in 1986, the population of the world was 4.3%. Uh, billion. billion, yeah. And that's high, by the way. It's actually 4.27, something like that. So I'll say 4.3 billion. What's the population of the world just 32 and a half years later? I think it's almost 8 billion now. 7.7 yeah. 7 billion people. Since that's the global warming problem we have. Yeah. And it's not America, by the way. America's population, America's population when, you, when you set aside new immigration, and I'm not just talking about illegal immigration, I'm talking about all immigration, uh, the United States population has only gone up like 20% since, mm -hmm. since 1986. Well, they talk about... Uh, plastic in the ocean and, you know, everyone has to do their part to recycle and everything. Yeah. Did you know that 90% of the plastic in the ocean comes from 10 rivers, eight of which are in Asia and the other two in Africa? That's correct. No, and I did not know that. That's yep. a fact. They lie constantly. So at the very most, the Western world produces 10% of the ocean garbage. Which but we I shouldn't. We, I, I understand mean, it. We shouldn't do it. That's like a theoretical maximum, but I really doubt that's the case because but once, it's basically yeah. impossible. Once again, you cannot broach the subject of global warming without talking about the world's population. No. It is almost doubled in 32 years. That is not good news. And they said, I mean, they're talking about 10 billion people within the next, like, 20 years. Wow. Mm -hmm. How do you oh. make a profit telling people that the problem lies elsewhere? That's what it is, too. It's all about making money. Yeah, you it? can't sell them, you know, new... Uh, the newest electric car and solar panels and that kind of thing exactly by telling work, them by the that they're not the problem. I, I would just say this. I understand. I would like to live in a cleaner world. I would like a cleaner world for my children and our grandchildren and their children. I would like a much cleaner world. But you're going to have to stop lying to us about the real problem, mm -hmm. and that is overpopulation. Yep. Sorry. Yes, all this other stuff contributes, whether it's plastic, and you lied about that, about this, that, and the other thing. And I don't 
like the idea, and it's not because he's a Democrat. I, I'm a centrist. Could be a Democrat or a Republican. I don't think Al Gore should have made $400 million talking about global warming. No, that was super scummy. Disgusting. Hey, free markets. Yeah, free markets, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can scare you to death while I'm making hundreds of millions of dollars. I, I just, could you just tell the truth? And that's what I'm asking newspapers, newspaper websites, television Never news, local and national. Stop lying to make money. And you lie, it depends on what your agenda is, because you only see things one way. Like, I, I tuned into Fox this weekend, and I tuned into CNN this weekend. It's a different world. Oh, yeah. It's just unbelievable. It's like they're reporting from a different dimension. That's exactly what I'm saying. It, you can't be talking about the same country. I know. It's crazy. you got to stop. People want to just live their lives. And now it's carried over. You know, I'm very serious. I was talking to Catherine about this. This whole everybody's mad at everybody and everybody's bitching constantly about everything. It's carried over into my job on the radio. And I'm getting really tired of it. And if it doesn't stop, I won't be around there much longer. I am sick to death of the constant bitching from a place that makes billions of dollars. Okay? Shut up and get out of the way. You've been warned. I've been. You, I've warned you now. Millions and millions and millions of dollars over the last 32 years. And they're not bitching at me about it. They're just bitching about everything else. You're not bitching about all the dough rolling in, though, are you? I, I'm sick of it. And I, I know it's a carryover from Twitter and Facebook. Yep. It's it's all carryover. You're going to... Well, it's almost up. like you feel like unless you're completely outraged by absolutely everything right. that yeah, goes on, right. that you're somehow mm-hmm. a loser. You're complicit. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, or that you're part of the problem or something. It, it's just... I've just... I'm staying off of Twitter for uh, other than happy, happy, joyous day to you. Mm-hmm. I'm staying. I'm not reading anything joyous because Kwanzaa. it's. I mean, it, it's going to be from now till after the election. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's going to be now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. I've had people ask me, like, why aren't you outraged by this? And I'm like, why? Oh, what? Why? What is it? To me, walk around angry and miserable about something I have no control over. It doesn't impact me directly. Why should I be miserable about it? Here's yeah, why. Here's why know. I'm miserable. I'll tell you why. <laughs> why are you miserable, Tom? <laughs> There's no proof that any of it ever happened. But by the same, I don't know what happened. I wasn't there, so I'm not judging Kavanaugh nor Doctor Ford. But I will tell you this: both of the parties use those two people. The Republicans use Kavanaugh to take a huge punch for them. And Dr. Ford was so abused by, what's her name, Weinstein or Feinstein or what the hell's her name? I yeah. think Feinstein. She is the worst human being. She used Dr. Ford mm. and, and made her. She you know, made so, $800,000 off of it, so. She did? Yes. She's talking grand. about Ford, yeah. right? How'd she make eight hundred grand? GoFundMe uh, yeah. d- donations. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's yep. right. So I don't can't even be that understand sad. how you can. I mean, how? How? I mean, she has. Is it? She didn't have any legal fees to pay. It's so pity money. Well, and I'm sure now she's probably <laughs> going to have a book deal. Of course. Oh, she will have a book deal. Yeah. You know. Oh, for sure. But I yeah. feel sorry for her, and I feel sorry for Kavanaugh, and I really feel sorry for the people of America, because on both sides, you are disgusting human mm-hmm. beings. Shut up and leave us alone. Well, all we're doing is casting doubt on absolutely everybody now. That's mm-hmm. all we're going to yeah, do. Yeah, that's what we are doing. And it's just sad. All right, come here for some solace, because we don't like either one of them. So that's good. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tom Bernard Show.